Hello, everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein. I am a narcissistic abuse life coach. Today, I'm going to be talking about the devastating effects of abandonment, betrayal, and rejection. When a person is betrayed, rejected, or abandoned, the effects are catastrophic and lifelong. The most impactful symptom is that of losing the ability to trust others, but most specifically trusting oneself. A child, most specifically that is abandoned or abused, will feel deeply rejected on a core level and will develop a negative core belief that they are in fact unlovable and unsafe in a very large and unpredictable scary world. Being rejected is enough of a fear to keep victims in an abusive relationship and in servitude for decades and even an entire lifetime. A fear so pervasive that victims will oftentimes break their own heart and self-destruct just to be accepted. Sadly, this leads to a self-fulfilling prophecy where victims end up doing the very thing that pushes partners away, thus creating the very fear they are looking to protect themselves from. Narcissistic abusers and victims of narcissistic abuse live with this pervasive fear of rejection. They both go about it differently, however. The victim will take the route of, please don't reject me and I will do as you wish, while the narcissistic abuser states, I will manipulate you to serve me and hold this fear of rejection over your head if you dare think about leaving, rejecting, or not pleasing me. Narcissistic abuse is referred to as the betrayal bond. The very bond is predicated on the idea that the abuser's very love is betraying the victim as it is simply a ploy to keep them engaged and in servitude and make sure they are not rejected and abandoned. The love is a bait and the ultimate switch is the abuse that occurs after victims fall in love, an all-consuming betrayal of trust, love, and vulnerability. It is predicated on what can you do for me, which is the very opposite of unconditional love. Spiritual and religious narcissists use the fear of rejection by God to keep people in line and in servitude. The narcissist who is preaching about God and how one must fear God has effectively convinced their following to be of service to them, essentially, thus cleverly using the fear of rejection of God to serve themselves, using victims as a supply. Narcissistic parents smother and control their children, oftentimes so that they themselves are not rejected when their child decides to make decisions for themselves. They often forbid their children from growing up and are extremely threatened by the child's independence as they see it as a form of rejection. This wreaks havoc on the child's intimate and marriage relationships for the child when they grow up as this relationship feels like the child is betraying them. And narcissistic parents will often go to great lengths to break up or get in between partnerships of their adult children so as not to lose the enmeshing betrayal bond with their child. The quote applicable here would be a child who is abused by a parent doesn't stop loving the parent, they stop loving themselves. A child abused by a parent will actually work to please the parent at their own detriment, and they often end up hating themselves and subsequently self-destruct, simply trying to please the parent. Oftentimes, they'll give up their adult autonomy, independence, and relationships just to be there for the parent. Because a child would often sacrifice themselves for the parent to be happy, they end up rejecting and neglecting their own needs, their own true self, for the sake of the parent. This is a true tragedy. In addition, abandonment and rejection creates shame in victims who feel played, manipulated, and discarded, feeling helpless, oftentimes without the ability to fend and deal with the painful emotions. This is part of the core reason narcissists cannot handle hearing no, because it implies rejection, thus tripping up the original childhood wound of abandonment and rejection. The effects of abandonment include rejecting before getting rejected. This is where victims may push partners away and isolate because they sense that they are going to get rejected 
creating a self-sabotaging relationship pattern of pulling people close in order not to feel rejected and then pushing them far away when they sense it may happen. The abandonment and abandoned and rejected child and later adult will have pervasive fear of being alone because this actually trips up the abandonment wound and subsequent rejection, feelings of rejection and shame. They may cling to people and situations that offer safety, but also be may put themselves in situations of potential harm and narcissistically abusive individuals. Until past relationships, relationship abandonment wounds and rejection are dealt with, the fear of it occurring again will wreak havoc on later relationships. The individual will oftentimes project this fear onto partners and any slight or any anything, any comment or any action that implies that they may be abandoned and rejected will trigger their shame, causing a strong reaction, which often leads to controlling their partner or even abusing them to stay. This is oftentimes seen in the borderline personality individual where they will pull their partners close and hope that they stay, but if they even imply that they're walking away, they will become pervasively and profoundly abusive, perhaps even punishing them into not making them feel this feeling of rejection again. Victims of this form of abuse often describe feeling like they're walking on eggshells just not to trip up their partner. They find themselves in an impossible double bind, where if they walk away, they trigger the abandonment, and if they get too close, they oftentimes feel smothered. When a person fears rejection, they have, in fact, rejected themselves on some level. I'm going to explain. This is a little bit of a deep concept. The fear of rejection actually is just the fear that someone will else will reject the part of me that I'm hoping they validate. When a person is fully self-accepting, they don't mind being rejected, or at least it doesn't hurt as much, because others rejecting them isn't personal. It simply means that the other person doesn't align with their personal goals, dreams, and values. They will allow them to leave, and they will not necessarily take it, per take it personal. A person who is highly dependent on others for approval is actually attempting to have the part of themselves that, that, that they deem unlovable, that has been deemed unlovable early on in life, accepted by others, and thus at least the other hasn't rejected the part of themselves that they have within themselves. Now, a person who is fully accepting of themselves will not feel rejected when somebody does not necessarily accept who they are. They may fear, they may feel that uh, perhaps an uncomfortable feeling, but the rejection will not be pervasive. It'll not be all consuming. This usually is an indication that there is rejection and abandonment in the past. If you feel extremely rejected by somebody who does not accept you, you want to ask yourself the question, am I in fact looking for them to them for approval? Have I in fact rejected a part of myself that I'm hoping that they accept? This leads me to a tip on how to heal from the rejection and abandonment wound. It's important to understand that self-acceptance and self-care are vital on the healing journey. When you have been abandoned, rejected, oftentimes you feel badly about yourself, about who you are. Self-acceptance is not easy because there's oftentimes parts of yourself that you feel unlovable. And while it is not easy to love yourself and accept yourself for who you are, it is certainly doable and absolutely necessary in order to fully heal. To heal and resolve past abandonment and rejection is to not reject oneself as one has been rejected. It means fully owning the parts of oneself that have been shamed, abused, and disowned. Once this occurs, you can enter into other relationships from a place of interconnection 
as opposed to the need for approval and acceptance and motivated by a fear of rejection. The fear of rejection, being betrayed, abandoned is profoundly impactful on your life. I cannot stress it enough. If you have if you have been abused by a parent, by somebody in your life that has made you feel rejected, if you don't heal these wounds, they will wreak havoc later on in life. So I do urge you to identify these wounds and work to heal them. I work with many people who have these wounds, and I'd be more than honored to help you along your healing journey move past the abandonment and betrayal of your past. So please do reach out. I can be reached at YITZ, Y-I-T-Z, at psychologicalhealingcenter.com by phone 252-696-4852. I offer a free 15-minute consultation. I'd be happy to discuss how I can be of service to you on your healing journey. I want to thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It's an absolute honor to be with you today. And until next time, all the best.